The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. Well, I do feel compelled to express my concern for Ukraine and that part of the world in general right now, and also here in the U.S. and everywhere else too, because with technology, the world today is much smaller than even 20 years ago, let alone 100 years ago. With critical infrastructures vulnerable to cyber attacks, not to mention the N-word, not that N-word, but another N-word, I don't even want to say it. Um, What's up with the letter N, by the way? So many stressful words start with N. The two I just alluded to, but also no negative, nil, none. Of course, you have none as in a none. That's not negative. Uh, Or nurse, nice, new. So I guess it's not such a bad letter. But seriously, in times of war especially, but in reality, there are atrocities, unfortunately, that occur daily, not just you know, when a superpower is involved. And then add on crime, which has been on the uptick, to put it nicely. Um, And each of these things kind of sits in the back of your mind. Most of us don't dwell on them, uh, which is a good thing, just as most of us don't dwell on the fact that we're going to die one day. We could dwell on it. We could sit in front of the TV and, and watch the news loop over and over waiting for another piece of truly breaking news to make its way into that news loop. I say truly breaking news because the phrase breaking news has obviously been watered down over the years. On certain networks, I won't mention, but every night they have breaking news. Every night. It used to be they would interrupt the TV show or whatever when there was truly breaking news. They still do that, but... Every night now on the evening news, wartime or not, they say breaking news. So, uh, same with the phrase evidence-based, now that I think of it. And I know I've brought this one up before. In fact, I did a whole episode on it. Uh, If you're interested, episode 23, should evidence-based be the standard? But basically, you know, one of the things I say in there is that it's such an ambiguous term. I mean, what what do you mean by evidence? Uh, conclusive evidence? Just a smidgen of evidence is fine. The thing is, you can't hold anyone accountable uh, for, for saying evidence-based. So to me, it's just a marketing buzzword. But anyway, I digress. Uh, but getting back to the news cycle, or as I call it, the streaming news or news loops, um, 
but very unhealthy to watch this all day, even even if you're a news junkie. I mean, it can't be healthy to be glued to the TV all day watching the news. So I definitely have recently, in light of current events, been limiting my time watching news or, or seeing it online for that matter. I'm still abreast as to the main events going on. It's funny, actually, because even if you try to avoid all news, you still somehow find out the important things you need to know anyway. But when I limit the news and fill my time with music or watching old TV shows or some other pastime, my mood instantly improves. Instantly. It's profound and undeniable. But the concerns of war are still in the back of my mind. And so is the spike in crime in general that we live around and hear about right in our own communities. And these concerns build up. Again, we don't dwell on them, but they're unresolved in our minds. And they sit there and they raise your stress level, chronic stress. Not by a lot per se, but it it makes us just a little more susceptible to stress-related health issues. It's kind of hard to capture because it's the whole creeping normalcy thing and and the frog in the water experiment. But let's just say you're, you're probably a poor judge of your own stress level which is one of the benefits of chronic stress monitoring, that it gives you a, a more objective sense of, of where your stress levels really lie. In fact, in the My Stress Alarm app, there's a checkbox that asks if you've been worried about something all day. The, the reason for this is that worrying is, is like a leaky faucet that drains your energy level. And it kind of, again, sits there in the background and by the way, just a quick update on the progress of the My Stress Alarm app. Dare I say, I believe all, let's say, important defects have been resolved. Uh, we're just monitoring the behavior of the app in the next week or so to make sure it's reliable and um, ready for prime time. But I've already requested what they call a rebuild of the app so I can submit to the Apple Review Board. Crossing fingers when that happens, it'll be approved and out there on the App Store to be downloaded. So we're definitely getting close and not a moment too soon with everything going on in the world today. But, you know, it makes me think I could never be a news reporter. It would be just too stressful for me or being a politician for that matter. Not just dealing with current events, but the whole power struggle and and influence and all that. It would just be way too stressful for me. I'd be flaring up all the time. But there's a lot of other stressful careers out there too. Don't get me wrong. Police and first responders. Of course, the military comes to mind. And let me make it very clear. Max respect to anyone who chooses these careers because they are vital to our society and our way of living. Let's not forget teachers too. Last time I checked, teaching was one of the most stressful careers and one of the most underpaid when, when you think about how important teachers are. And being underpaid goes for the aforementioned police and the first responders and the military as well. Uh, nurses and the whole medical community as well, especially due to the pandemic. So if you're in any of these fields, any of these careers, max respect to you. But I don't know how you do it because, but thank God you do. And, you know, not to get philosophical, but it's truly amazing 
how many different fields and professionals in the labor force are vital to our way of life. I know the trucking industry is getting a lot of attention right now. Some would say for the wrong reasons. I'll just leave it there. But it's vital to our way of life. But uh, before this whole convoy thing uh, and the pandemic, when was the last time you thought to yourself how important the trucking industry is? Like never. <laughs> but it is. In fact, you know, you know, with the supply chain, uh, the supply chain issues we're experiencing now, it reminds me of an essay written in the 1950s by Leonard Reed called I Pencil. You can look it up. Um, and it's about how so many technologies and, and trained professionals are directly and indirectly responsible for the production of a mirror pencil, for which, of course, we take for granted. And the number of technologies and people needed to make a pencil is a lot more than you think. So the economy itself is so complex and there are so many interdependencies and hybrid technologies that make our world what it is today, for better or worse. And it's times like these when there's war and, and cyber warfare and a pandemic, supply chain issues, rising inflation. It's just a reminder to us all of this vast complexity that this essay, I Pencil, illustrates. And I'll take it one step further. Isn't it interesting, just to get a little more philosophical here, but isn't it interesting that for everything that mankind can create, it always has been and always will be completely dependent on the things we can't create? In other words, it all comes down to raw materials, chemistry, the physical laws of nature. So in a sense, technology, in terms of today's technology, and everything that we can create today, including, ironically, virtual reality, is just an extension of nature. It all comes back to nature. And we should acknowledge and be thankful for and appreciate nature because we can't create it. With all of our vast knowledge and postmodern world living, we can't create matter or destroy it. We can't create worlds and suns and life and water or uh, certain elements uh, and the physical laws of nature. Talk about complexity. You could spend your entire life studying nature and still not even scratch the surface. There's so much more that we don't understand than we do. But not only that, we should also acknowledge and appreciate the accomplishments of all previous generations, which made our standard of living today what, what it is. It didn't just happen by accident. If it weren't for the previous generation's innovations and hard work, there would be no internet or Facebook today, period, full stop. Heck, this podcast, the fact that I could sit here in my house thinking about whatever and record it, and then you can listen to it whenever you want from wherever you want, and thank you, by the way, for doing that. That's pretty amazing if you think about it. Do you honestly know how any of this technology works? I don't. The innovations in chemistry alone, which gives us superior materials to, to make things lighter, stronger, more durable, 
better dentistry, medical devices. Heck, just read about how an MRI machine works, magnetic resonance imaging. We've had that technology since the 70s. It's pretty amazing. But of course, technology is an ever-evolving thing. So 100 years from now, you know, today's technology will seem very primitive. That is, if we don't blow each other up first. Um, and this gets back to my original point, just to you know, wrap things up. Technology is something that's a double-edged sword. And in the right hands, it could save your life. In the wrong hands, it can, uh, shall we say, shorten your life. And right now, with the current events going on, there, there's no shortage of stress. So remember to take in the news in, in digestible chunks. Don't let it you know, compete with your other priorities in your life. You have to strike a balance between you know, keeping up with current events, but also living your life and pursuing your goals. Striking that balance is what perfect stress is all about. Like I say in the beginning of each podcast episode, walking that fine line between being productive and overdoing it. We need to be healthy and productive because you have a place in this complex economy and world and you are important to our way of life, no matter what your job is. So anyway, that's my two cents for this week. As always, I really value your feedback. Please don't be shy. You can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page or always feel free to email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Well, that's it for this week. Please stay safe. Wishing you good health and success. And as always, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.